everybody. Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. Sitting across from me is the one and only Mr. Tights himself, Brandon Chenault, and I'm Craig. Welcome back to Grounded. Hey, it's good to be here, Mr. Tights. Mr. Tights. Hey, it's like Mr. Clean. Right? You're Mr. Tight. What, whatever you need to, to call but me. But let me just tell you this right now. It's a beautiful day. We're going up to, I saw a high of 66, 67 mm-hmm. tomorrow up in the 70s, Wednesday up in the 70s. You know what? God is good. I'm in a great mood. Let's do it. Spring has sprung. You know, Frank Sinatra used to sing a, call, a song called Spring is Here. I hope. I hope it's it here. is. I hope it is. I hope it like. Isn't... Well, it's going to dip back down for a few days, but then it goes back up on Easter. Easter's like 68. It's going to be nice. 68, sunny. That's yep. that's going to be beautiful. Yep. It's going to be really good. Good Easter pictures. Yes. So, um, you guys, uh, you guys got big plans for Easter? We do actually have big plans for really? Easter. Nothing really? crazy plans, but we got an exciting day that's going to be taking place. Does this include tights? It does not include tights. Yoga pants or yoga pants. Justin Bieber. It does not include Justin wow, Bieber. Wow, this is going to be a new day for you. How, it, how's it that, is. What's happening? It is. Christian's getting baptized. He is. You're right. Yeah, we've got a couple of baptisms lined up for Easter Sunday, mm-hmm, second mm-hmm. service. Um, and so that's exciting. But Christian um, came to us a few weeks ago, and it was actually before the baptism Sunday. And then um, after the baptism Sunday, he was like, I'm I'm ready, Dad. And I'm like, I, I know you are. And so we went through the, the taking the plunge book with him, mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm, we did with Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great resource, wonderful tool. And, right, right. Uh, and and he's been ready for a while. Um, right. Super super sharp kid when it comes to yeah. to the Bible, and and has always. I mean, just to listen to him pray. I love listening to him pray. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he decided to go ahead and get baptized Easter Sunday. It's like, well, that's really probably not a better Sunday to do it than Easter. Exactly. And then um, you're you're get, he's getting baptized, and then mm-hmm. um, Brew Nauman's getting correct baptized. So that's that's great. Hopefully that'll open the quote floodgates uh for also right about it yeah no right. pun intended and uh this past weekend uh bob and beth um Seaver. Seavers put in their uh, membership so that's good they've been they've been worshiping with us for uh a couple of years now um started coming after covid so it was good that they uh finally uh what, what do you call it sealed the deal and, right uh, so appreciate right. appreciate that and appreciate them so uh got a lot of exciting things going ahead Pretty good day yesterday, and very good day bigger yesterday. crowd than the week before, but bigger um, crowd than I expected because a lot of people gone. Spring break. Friday was the last day of school for the yeah. for the next week. Yeah. So yeah, so um, I mean I know several several families that were out yeah. yesterday yeah. because they're gone and vacationing, and not just families of two. I mean we're talking families of five gone, right? And so that uh, you know hits hit you a little bit, but that was. Um, pretty really good day yesterday. We kicked off our uh, Easter series, Victorious, and. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird going on a, only a two-week two week. series. Uh, kind of short. Yeah, but then we got another one coming up after that that won't be two weeks. <laughs> it's going to be six. Yeah. I can't believe we're already talking about the next series. And I know. We're not even – I mean, I can't believe Easter. And then after that, it's like Christmas series. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not you're not too far off because I'm going to be like. honest with you. It seems like we do right after we get to um, – Easter, mm-hmm. it's like okay, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas. Exactly. Am I right? Yes. I mean, we're. Do you remember when we did the fair service last year, and we were like going into December, and I was like, "Bro, that was like twelve weeks ago." Right. Like, what? Right. Twelve weeks ago, and it seemed like it was yesterday. Exactly. And you know, we're going to be pumping the fair service before too long. We will be. <laughs> Crazy. We're, we're not going to be too far from that. <laughs> Crazy. So what else is going on in the world of Chanel? Oh, not a lot. Oh, come on. Not a lot. Come on. Had the Easter egg hunt here on Saturday. That was uh, good. Um, 
anywhere between the numbers of 300 to 8,000. 308,000. We had, there's quite a few people here. Quite a few people here. It yeah, I had to leave. I I wasn't I didn't able to, wasn't able to stay for the devotion, but how the how'd your devotion go? It was good. <laughs> you know, when you got that many people in a confined space and yeah. of all ages and uh, actually I I really think some of the kids listen better than some of the adults. Um, oh, it was a little distracting, but I think it it went all right. And it was in the gym. It was in the gym, and that's distracting enough anyway. Because yeah, but the there, I mean, you know, and it was just jam packed in there. It really was. I was shocked how many people. I can't got here at noon. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to start till one. And yeah, registration par- was supposed to open at twelve thirty, and the parking lot was full. And I was like, "Are these all the helpers?" Right. And I walked in, there was like people I never have seen before. I'm like, "Oh my goodness." Yep. Yeah, it, it was, was a good really day. Good. It was really good, and I'm glad they moved it because um, there is no way under the sun that could have taken place outside oh, with that wind at the wind fifty miles an hour, and and just how soggy it was too. Oh, it was just brutal. Yep, it was brutal. Yeah, but it turned out to be a really uh, good event. So you know, thanks to Sue Ellen and um, all the crew. I think Young at Heart helped with. Yep, the, yep they did. Food and uh, that, so uh, thank you guys for um, for all that. So that's really good. And you know, all, with any event like that, it's not just let's do the Easter egg hunt and let's get this thing to make us look good. And I hope and pray that everybody thinks that if there's one person yep. or one family where a seed has been planted or uh, something that was said or maybe something you said or somebody talked to them, yep. that's going to be. Well worth exactly the time and the effort and the money and yep. whatever we throw into that. So. Exactly. Yeah, we teamed up with the Richwood uh, Police Department again. So it was kind of cool to see all the cops in here. Yeah. So that's that's been a, a good thing I think over the past few years teaming up with them and then also um, teamed up the uh, Baptist Church in Richwood helped out with mm-hmm. some stuff too and so that's good, good to have them on board as well and yep. just really make it a community event. It's really cool. So that was really good. So um, that's under our belt. And um, now we're on to now the we're next thing. looking on to Good Friday service. Good Friday, that'll be fun. It will be. I like Good Friday. I, I love the Good Friday service because it is so. Can I say simple? Yep. And it's directed. It's just direct. Yep. It's scripturally, uh, worship wise, everything directed right to where it needs to be to get mm-hmm. our. Um, you know, I, I think I, I might have said this yesterday, maybe one or both services. I know I've said this before. I think sometimes as a person who's been in church for a long time, like myself, mm-hmm. um, literally have been, was baptized in 1975, um, you know, been going to church for, for most of my life. Yep. And you have people like me, um, and who've been in, into church, say 40, 50 years, or, you know, I, I right. said yesterday, 10 <clears throat> years, you know, if you're here more than 10 years, we have a tendency to focus on us right of what makes me feel good mm-hmm. or what i like and um you know i i, I have a tendency i i've had the tendency i've done that to my to myself yep i you know i didn't care for this and you have to go back and say it's not about me it's about right. god exactly and so you know we do an event or we do good friday or we do easter sunday or whatever whatever we do it's never about um me right, and it's never about you or or anybody else. Can uh, I think it was Wayne Smith one time? He talked about um, he did a, uh, like a couple weeks, three weeks or something on just the church. He, I think he called it sideways. Church gets sideways yeah. about things, and um, and he talked about what if you literally, literally, Jesus Christ is coming down from heaven. 
and he's going to set on the stage that day. Yep. How are you going to worship? Going to worship with your arms shut, uh, right? Uh, crossed. You're gonna you you you're gonna not be engaging. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be irritated because um, we didn't sing how great they are and we sang some song that you you didn't know? What what's your focus going to be that right. day? Because he said, right. even though Jesus Christ physically isn't here, he is spiritually here because you're supposed to bring him and we're exactly. supposed to worship him and you're supposed to glorify God. So, I guess that's why you know. <laughs> I, I I guess that's why I get really twisted, and I'm just right. going to be flat out honest. I get very irritated. I have zero tolerance. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this way too long, and I have zero tolerance for a longtime Christian who has, you know, a pharisaical attitude. Right, right. And it's all yeah. about them. Why didn't we do this? How come we didn't do it like this? We used to do it like this. doesn't matter what you used right. to do. Praise God you did it, but we ain't doing it like that no more. So right. you need to get over yourself and just worship and glorify God. And um, so... You know, it's kind of like at this point in time in my life, I've been patient, I've been kind. <laughs> now they're just going to get right. my boot, you know. So, exactly. um, you know, it's like uh, I, I, the thing I, I really, I think there's a longtime Christian. We have such an, a, a great opportunity to show new families and new Christians the way it's supposed to be done, right. and not the way we want it to be done, right. Here's what you're supposed to do. Go back to the book of Acts. What mm-hmm. are we supposed to be doing? Right. Go, here's how we're to worship God. Here's the, here's the requirements of worship. Go to scripture mm-hmm. and see, to see what that is and help these young families and moms and dads mm-hmm. and kids to get to the point where this is what it's all about. It's really, it's not about church. Right. It's more about glorifying God. And you can't glorify God if you're getting yourself involved and it's all about you. Right. There's no glorifying God at all. So, right. And that's the top. Top thing in our mission statement, right? Yep. Glorify God. Yep. But shouldn't that? Isn't that a biblical thing, though? That's the first thing we're supposed to do in our Absolutely. life every day. Yep. So Absolutely. if I'm whining and griping and complaining and moaning and groaning and you know gossiping or causing dissension or whatever, you're not glorifying God. I'm sorry, brothers and sisters, you're just not glorifying God. Yep. And um, I, you and I are not going to be on the same team when it comes to for that sure at for all. Sure. So. But anyway, yeah. I don't know where that came from. But I that, don't know. We got but, there. Yeah, and I've told people that before too. You know, it's like. And and I don't hear, um, I don't hear negativity like I used to. I don't hear people complain about. Well, I wish you know I was in your boat about. I like your boat better than right my boat. about songs. And and I think part of it is just you know my has been my response to them in the past. It's like you know, hey, sorry you feel that way, but you realize that the music's not about you, right? Um, and, and I think that's just something that's important for us, whether it's the music or the message or or whatever it What's is. The song that, um. When the music fades and all is stripped away, what's the? I'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you. And it's all about you. Yeah, it's all about God. It's all about God. Yep, all about God. Yep, and that's the thing. It's like I told people. It's like I there are songs that we sing that I don't necessarily care for, but if it's the right song that needs to be sung, then it's the right song that needs to be sung, whether I like it or not. Well, exactly, exactly, one hundred percent. And you know, yeah. Uh, people, they, you know, it's like, oh, the, some of the old hymns have such a great message. Okay. So here's the deal. I grew up in a, I grew up in traditional church and sing hymns, um, you know, quite a bit. And right. um, I'm going to be really honest with you about half the hymns we sung now that I look back on them. They're theologically not right. Right. Theologically, they're not right. Oh, exactly. And they're wrong, actually. And, uh, sorry. I'm yep. sorry, but you need to be theologically correct. Correct. The new songs, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we repeat, we, we repeat phrasing mm-hmm, over sure. and over again. And that's not my thing. That's fine. I yep. mean, but 
I have to admit to you some of the things that I see about the songs that we sing today as opposed of what we did years ago. We were singing about God, mm-hmm. and now we're singing to God. To God. Yep, I agree with that. And so I think I'd rather sing to God yep. than sing about God mm-hmm. because you almost eliminate God right. when you're singing about him because yep. then – I don't. Yeah, and the truth is, is that it really, honestly, and I've been saying this for years, it really doesn't matter if a song was written 500 years ago or five minutes ago. You know, you mentioned how great thou art. We sang how great thou art yesterday. That's one of those art. songs that you are singing to God. Exactly. You know, exactly. And and, and, and again, I didn't mean all of the songs were for sure, absolutely, about that, but a lot of them were singing, you know, about Him. Right. But but you're absolutely right in the fact that is it theologically sounded? Whether it was written 500 years ago, five minutes ago, is it? You know, does the Bible support it? Is it theologically right. sound? And that, for me, as a as a worship leader, is the most important thing on and, songs that we sing. And, li- and let me rephrase this: I I I don't think there's anything wrong singing about God, for but sure. I, but I, and I think there's a good mixture because we sang, right. you know, victory in Jesus yesterday. Mm-hmm. I heard an old old story how the Savior came from yep. glory. There's nothing wrong with that. That's sure. that's an awesome song. I love that song. You know, oh victory in Jesus. We need to sing about that exactly. But we need to put it into perspective mm-hmm. that a lot of those songs we're singing about just about God right. and. Um, you know, I, I really, here's the thing. I hate getting into these discussions with people because I, this has been going on for 40 years. And I, can I be honest with you? I'm just done with it. You're just tired. I'm just tired. I'm worn out. Yeah. I, you know, literally I could quit my job and go get a job at BNP and pump gas. Right. It, that's more fun than having these discussions anymore. Yeah. Because I'm just like people, you've been Christians long enough. I just want to say, grow up, right. grow up, grow up. Get your head in the Bible, get your head with God, mm-hmm. and you know, you'll know you be a lot happier. Because, I mean, I know some people are – I can tell when people aren't happy. Oh, absolutely. And I'm thinking – I just want to say, why are you here? Why don't you just right. go home and restart this and come back next week when you got a better frame of mind? Exactly. Because you did not bring Jesus with you. Right. So, right. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's some of the point of um, – do you think that's part of um, just growing and maturing? And I think I, – I think we grow at I different think it levels. Is. and. But I, th- I think part of our society has fed into that, too, of the me generation. It's like, you know, you can have it the way you want it. You know, if you want it like this, you can have it like the Burger King. Have it your way. You know? Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. That's Special right. orders don't upset us. Exactly. Right? But I, I think part of that has shifted into the church where it's like, well, I need to be – it's like, you know, entertain me. Yeah. Entertain me. No, it's not about entertaining anything. It's all about glorifying God. In everything, you know, I've had people tell me, um, I, you know, at times they're just like, I just, you know, I, I just want you to make me feel better. Right. I don't want to make you feel better because guess what? I don't feel better. Exactly. You're not here to feel better. You're here to be convicted. Exactly. And to get to the next stage of life. For sure. You're here to grow that you're not the same person you are next week at this time that you are today. And I hope I never hear you ever say that again. Right. Because I'm not here to make you feel better. I'm not here to make mm-hmm. you like me. What I am here to get you closer to God and that when you mm-hmm. die, you're going to go to heaven. You're going to take your babies and your grandchildren and everybody else yep. with you. That's my job. Absolutely. And so, so guess what? Sometimes you ain't going to like me. Just buckle up. Up. Sometimes we're going to be in for a bumpy ride. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, well. But um, I, I just um, – it's, I mean, I love talking about this in, in, in some degree, but I don't like talking about right. it. Right. But I, I, I just – I guess if you struggle with this, um, go go back to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't just – you know, listen to me or to you or to somebody else right. or a podcast or, you know, a sermon or whatever. Go back to the Word of God. 
Go back to the Word of God. Engage your heart by the Word of God. And here's the thing. You, you'll want to convince yourself that your heart is right. But if you really go back to the Word of God and you let the Spirit convict you, and here's what I think. When you struggle with something so bad, like with worship, and you don't like it, I believe the Spirit's convicting you, but you're fighting the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Right. And shame on you for doing that, especially if you're a longtime Christian. I'm saying 10 years or more. Right. And uh, because you're... Just think what just think what God can do through you if you would just open that part of your heart. Yep. And when you fight the Spirit, you really do stop the Spirit mm-hmm. from working because he... He's not going to jump over you, right? He can convict you, mm-hmm. but he can, he, you know, he can he can encourage you, but he is not going to do the work for you, right? You, you've got to do it. Yep. And so, I guess it's my prayer that, you know, especially in the world that we live in in 2023, because it's not 1983 and it's not 1953, right. um, that we would be more less Pharisees, yes, and more. Let's see what God wants us to do. Uh, how many churches have their growth has been stunted because there's been a group of people who've held them back mm-hmm. and every church I've ever been, including mm-hmm. this one, there's a group of people that holds us back for sure. And I wish it wasn't that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's like, um, you know, it would be wonderful. If we would just like, God, here's, here's our heart. Uh, I, I'm not sure where this is going to go. I'm going to trust you. Uh, my, my, my body and my mind and my heart saying this, this can't happen, but I know with you, all things are possible. Exactly. And so you you move you move mm-hmm. down that road. So, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I think it's just a part of growing and a part of releasing. And I just wish people would would look toward God and know and see the devastation that Satan is doing in our world yes. right now, and not get so wrapped up in what they used to like mm-hmm. forty years ago. Yeah, forty years ago, people are still talking about we did this forty years ago, right? Um, so Ronald Reagan was president. It was a different world, right? Forty years ago, I mean, right. uh, uh, you can't even talk about that. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's one thing if you're doing something that is unbiblical, untheological, that goes against God's word. Um, if you're if you're doing something that is toxic, you know, against the kingdom of heaven. But if you're if the church is not, you, you here's have, the thing: you have no ground to stand on. Most of the on. time, the people who go against you because they're wanting to land on their tradition, they're the ones that are being the toxic exactly. and going against the word of God because the word of God talks about that. Yep, but they don't see it that way, and that's for the sure. Sad. Uh, that's the sad it point is, of it. And I think that's the word. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It is very, very sad. sad. It, it. I guess that's where I say I've got a heavy heart. That's where my heart right. is heavy. Right. Uh, because I just wish people would get it, and because um, just think of what God can do if we just were united. We're really one body. We're not one right. body. You know, you mean if we saw the unity that they talk about in the New Testament exactly. in the body of Christ? Exactly. Wow. One hundred percent. I mean, I can't imagine what we could do if yeah. that was possible. But um, yep. But um, you know, that's just that's just a good prayer. Um, you know, God just. I, I guess I. That's one of my prayers. I pray. Um, I don't know if I pray it every day, but I do pray it five or six times a week that you know we would be unified and. And one of the prayers I pray too is like, if there's something in me, God, that I need to release to you and turn over to you, give me the, show me to, to do that. And, I'll, and I'm more than, I'm more than willing to do that. Right. I, I don't want to be the cog that, um, you know, or the, the link that's weak, that's weak, weak. You know, right. And that. So, but, but wow, that's a whole podcast. In itself. Yeah. I'm not really sure how we got there, but it we did. There. So, it went um, there. It went there. you're welcome for that special edition of, um, Special add-on on ground. <laughs> there you go. 
Oh my gosh. But yeah, it was, uh, we start, we, we did start our series off yesterday and, um, and, uh, we, we, the two weeks basically are forgiveness and hope. Yes. And this coming Sunday's hope. And I mean, everybody needs hope and everybody needs forgiveness. Um, and Absolutely. We, we, or we need to be forgiven of some of the things that we have done. And the only forgiveness we can actually get, um, is, is from God. And, yep. and I started off with a question yesterday. Have you ever felt guilty? And I think we all have. Uh, I hope you have. Yeah, all of us have done something wrong. Right. We've been on the, you know, been on the way where we've been, you know, we haven't done something right. And, and I love what Alan Jackson said. And I actually heard him say this a couple of months ago. Okay. And, um, and he was actually, he was talking about, um, his gospel albums or the, yes, hymns thing. Yep. And somebody was asking about it. It was on a podcast that I was listening to. And, um, he was, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but him and his wife went through a rough time. Uh, years ago, I think and, I did know that. And I struggled hear with that. guilt yep. and all that. And he he literally just came out and said, he said, um, the only way that uh, anybody humanly possible can get over their guilt is giving giving themselves to God. Mm-hmm. And he said, because guilt is the thief of life, it will rob you of everything that you that you that you have. He said, yep. you can trick yourself in thinking that it won't, but it is it is definitely the thief that will rob you every single day if you allow it. Yeah. And he said, here's the thing. You open up your pockets and wallets and purses and you allow guilt to steal from you. Yep. And, um, I didn't use the whole quote. Right. I just thought right. that was perfect enough. Guilt but, is the um, thief of life. Guilt is the thief of life. And I, and, and I do, I do agree with that because we, um, I, you know, we all wrestle with things. Absolutely. Um, I wrestle with things that I've done years ago. I've done wrestle with things, how I reacted to something, yep. you know, a couple of weeks ago. Right. And so you, you, you have to, you know, put that in perspective. And I, and I know that there's people listening to this today and they were here yesterday that they wrestle with guilt 24 seven. It's right. all the time. It's right. guilt and shame all, all the way through. And so we, we landed on yesterday, uh, a man who needed forgiveness and mm-hmm. he's literally hanging on the cross next to Jesus Christ. Yep. And this is such a, this is such a, a, a revealing story about God, I, I believe. Yes. And, and it's such a, a story of, Mercy and grace and the interaction between Jesus and this man, I think, kind of gets overlooked at times. Yes. And um, it's just an intriguing story yep. um, to me and an, an account of Jesus. But um, Matthew 27, verse 44, it says this, the robbers who were crucified with him also spoke abusively to him. Mm-hmm. So the man who ends up seeking forgiveness from God and wanting to be forgiven right, and wanting to be with Jesus started the day off. Speaking abusively, um, abusively, like he was, yeah. he was in, in with the crowd. So I asked the question, "What happened to change this man's heart? What yeah. happened?" So I know that's kind of what we went through. Yep, um, the four things that you know that he went through. The, I, I put down number one, the first thing he feared God. Yep, and um, I don't know if he feared God prior to that day. I don't know what his relationship was. I don't know how he grew up. But from this verse that you know we read, you know we we can see that. Yeah. He feared God. Absolutely. Luke 23, verses 39 through 40, it says, One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed. This is the other one. So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us, too, while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? That's a good quote. It is. I mean, here they are. They're on the cross, and they're going back and forth like this. Right. This is crazy. I mean, can you imagine watching that? Oh, man. 
I, I guess if I could see a scene, we all was like, hey, what, 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 what scene would you pick if you could see one scene from the Bible played out? Right. You know, would it be the parting of the Red Sea? Would it be Jesus feeding the 5,000? Would it be Noah and the ark? What it would be? I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't mind seeing this scene yeah, right here. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is an underrated scene from the Bible, mm-hmm. um, an account from the Bible, I think. So but I, I I think the very first step, I don't know, hope you agree with this and hope everybody else agrees with this, is coming to Christ is for us to understand that we have to have a fear and respect of God. You have to. You have to. You have to respect him, you have to fear him, you, yeah. you know, and I love what Mark Batterson said. He said the only God ordained Fear is the fear of God. If we fear Him, we don't have to fear anyone or anything else. It's pretty good. Mm, yeah, it kind of puts it into perspective. Yeah, exactly. This uh, Proverbs nine ten said, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." Good verse. Yeah. Really and, then, verse. and then Psalm one eleven verse ten says, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do His commandments." And I, I, there's numerous verses that speak to that yeah. in, the, in the Bible, and um, and I think we need to start realizing that God is the creator and we're not. Exactly. And, and I think sometimes we like to play God, and um, I didn't have everybody raise their hands, but guaranteed that some of us like to play God. Absolutely. We like to have the final authority mm-hmm. on everything, and, and, and that's kind of where our world is, isn't it? We like our, to be in control. We yeah. like to... Control is it. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's power and it's it's control. And I mean, the world's kind of like that today. I mean, they set their own agenda playing God when it comes to morality and yeah. sexuality and you know gay marriage and you know all, all those things. And they they try to set the standard for what love is, but God has already set the standard for all those things. Right. But yet the world goes against that. Mm-hmm. Their definition goes totally against God. So who are you gonna follow? Right. And there's Christians today. And again, I usually talk to Christians. Yep. Because this is the who's getting hit the hardest, and these are the ones who mm-hmm. are waffling. Christians try to combine the two worlds. And when right. you combine a culture or the world or government and God, yep. it does not work because you have created a false God and a false idol. Yes. You either follow God or you don't. Yep. Period of discussion on that one. Yeah, and then the world tries to, and the culture tries to, um, I'm, I'm going to steal a word from your dictionary, but hoodwink Christians by saying, well, well, but God is love, and, and you have to love everyone. Yes, God is love, but the world's definition of love and God's definition of love are completely different. You know, would you take your son and sacrifice your son or your daughter for the world? Mm. Kill them, mm. because that's what love looked like to God. He mm-hmm. cared so much about us that he was like, I'm willing to allow my son to mm-hmm. die so that the rest of the world can be saved. Mm-hmm. That's love. That now nowadays doubt. nowadays the culture wants to say love is acceptance. Mm-hmm. God doesn't accept tolerance and and, and tolerate our sin. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. And I think you mentioned this yesterday, I believe. But you know, <clears throat> or I heard it somewhere else over the past couple of days. But you know, we've kind of changed wording around to make it seem like it's not as big of a deal as it mm-hmm. is. You know, mm-hmm. the word sin is not used anymore. It's like, oh, well, he made a mistake. It's like, no, he committed adultery on his wife. Yeah, that's what I did bring that up. Instead instead of using adultery, use affair. Yes. Sounds a lot more graceful. Right. Instead of homosexuality, we say gay. Right. Sounds a little lot, you know, a little better. And and so I think even in in the Christian community, like, the word sin is not used. It's sin. Like, I have sin in my life, and I have to acknowledge it for sin. But when you say that out loud, like, you know, it becomes a reality of, you know, sin is anything that goes against God's will for my life. 
And we have to acknowledge that in order, you know, and sometimes that's tough to say, man, that was a sin. Yeah, it's not fun to admit you're wrong. It's not fun to admit you're sin. It's really the hardest thing, I think, Mm -hmm. that you have to do. And it's humbling to to do. Right. And um, But you you need to – I think we all need to realize this and – um, the world doesn't get this, but we need to realize that one day we're going to stand before God and he's going to be our judge. Yes. And he's going to judge us for everything that we haven't repented for. And it's going to mm-hmm. be rough. It's going to be difficult. And so that's why you always need to, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that you, you, you come before God. And, um, yep. but I, I think that fear of God is a good thing, but shouldn't be like, you shouldn't just be afraid of God and follow God because you're afraid. Right. It needs to be balanced out a little bit. I love First John four seventeen and eighteen. I think yeah. this is an awesome verse. He says, "As we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face Him with confidence because I love this part. We live like Jesus here in this world. Mm. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear or casts out all fear. Yeah. If we are afraid, it's for fear of punishment, and this shows us how." Uh, that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Right. So if you're afraid all the time that God's going to push you down or judge you harshly or send you to hell, you're afraid of the punishment. Your love is not perfect yet. Right. Now, and I understand we're not going to be perfect 100%. Right. And there's going to be times where you're going to have to definitely, you know, I I got to get this together. And we should be afraid of the punishment. Exactly. But your love should drive more than the fear because you understand what God is doing. He says, as you live like Jesus, not because you are Jesus, you're not perfect, but as you are, you're going to mess up. Mm -hmm. That's where the grace of God comes in. And this is where, uh, where, how should I say this? This is where you have to almost say, you have to stop being so black and white when it comes to you, but you got to allow God to be God yep. and let God be black and white in his way because he's going to be merciful. Mm-hmm. He's going to be graceful. He's going to be loving. You have to trust God for that right. and not try to put things on God that, that, yeah. that aren't there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And um, But, you know, once you've – I think once you've accepted the forgiveness of God, I think your fear kind of dwindles yeah. to where I love God. <clears throat> And and this this is kind of off base from where we're at, but just a side note on that too is we also as Christ followers, you know, those of us who have accepted Jesus as our Savior who are baptized, mm-hmm. we have a gift that we don't tap into, and we have to tap into the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives. But so often, again, it goes back to that idea of we want control. We want to be able to control the outcome. Exactly. And if we allow the Holy Spirit to to move, we don't always have control. How many Christians every single day fight the Holy Spirit's conviction? The Holy Spirit's convicting you. I do. But you fight it, and you get irritated. That's why people get – that's why Christians get mad at church. That's why Mm -hmm. they get mad in their marriages. That's why they get mad at their jobs. I believe with all my heart the Holy Spirit is convicting you, and you're fighting it. You're fighting it. Let God work in your life. Stop wrestling with God. You're always going to come out on the terrible end. Right. You know, it's like you, you can't you can't wrestle God. You can't put him into a box. I love God because he gives me free will. Yep. And so he will convict me. And it's harsh yep. sometimes. And I do. Have you ever fought the, the spirit? Yes. I mean, what's that do for you? You're, you're, you're not in a good spot. No, not at all. He's trying to convict you. You're trying to override and it's not going yeah. well yep. so what ends up happening i mean seriously everything is affected mm-hmm. your marriage yep. your relationships you're mm-hmm. not the same person you're grumpy you're uh, it, it affects absolutely yep. everything because you're being convicted by the holy spirit and here's the thing sometimes when you get into yourself 
and you know that things aren't good and you're say let's just say you're mad at church all the time you're mad at your job you're not getting along with your spouse there's all kinds of stuff going on and you you, you know it could be one or two things mad it at your be boss. all of them huh mad at your boss mad at your boss you ever been mad at your boss not very often the previous one. The previous one. Yeah, yeah there you exactly. go. So, um, <laughs> but I, um, you, you look at that, you have to take a step back from yourself and be like, okay, God, are you trying to tell me something? Because what is going on here in my life? Right. This all can't just be happening at one time. What are you, right. what are you trying to tell me? And, um, it's very important, I think, to, mm-hmm. to listen to the spirit. So I didn't, um, put this in on, on slides or anything yesterday, but I said there are two kind of centers in this world. And I, it's kind of a black and white thing, but I said, first of all, there's God fears. Mm-hmm. These are the ones, these are the people who live outside of Jesus Christ and they know they do, yep. but they're still afraid they're going to go to hell when they die, but there's not, they're not doing anything about it. They're right. just like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm afraid I'm going to go to hell. Right. But you know, I'm just going to boom, cross my fingers that God's going to not let me go to hell. Right. And then there's God sneers. I don't know if a sneer is a word or not, but I just made it. Sounds up. like a Dr. Seuss word or it something. Does, doesn't it? But, um, but I put, these are the people who, really reject God and they thumb their nose at yes. God. They don't care about God. They have no problem standing face to face with God and they almost look forward to it because they got things they're going to tell God off with. For now they look forward to it. And it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to happen the way they think it's going to happen. Yep. They're going to be so um well, the minute you go into the presence of God, you're going to be down on your hands and knees and you're going to even if you're going to hell, you're going to worship God and praise his name. Yep. I I'm yep. thoroughly convinced of yep. that. I agree. Oh, by the way, I heard a sermon one time on hell, mm-hmm. and um, and I don't know who it was, but they were talking about people in hell, and you know what the Bible says, you know, wailing and weeping and gnashing mm-hmm. of teeth. Mm-hmm. But they went on to say that you're going to hear all these things, and it's you know, hell is going to be hot, and but you're going to be isolated. You're lonely. You're by yourself, mm-hmm. and you're in search for something, and you're in search for God, and you can't get God. You can never find God. And um, this person went on to say something to the to the realm of you're going to you think you're getting so close to God, and then boom, he's gone. He's mm-hmm. left you. You're in total isolation. Wow. He said, for everybody who's committed a murder, everybody who's committed a rape, or everybody who's done this, you're going to relive that every single moment of your life, and mm-hmm. you're going to hear things that, for people who have aborted babies and without any conscience whatsoever, mm-hmm. you're going to hear the cries of babies in your isolation. And I was like, he described hell? Like, I'm thinking, wow, I do not want to even, I don't even want to look at that. Right. I mean, I, especially when it's isolation and, oh man, I, 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 I just, I just can't even imagine right. that. But, um, but people, there's people today who just, I mean, I've, I've seen them on, I've seen them on television. I've mm-hmm. seen them on YouTube. I've heard them on podcasts. They're not afraid of God. Right. I don't know where that came from. Right. I don't know. I, they must not be reading their Bible or they just don't care. How can you read your Bible and not be a little afraid of yeah. God? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Romans three verses 14 through 18, their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness and they rush to commit murder, destruction and misery always follow them. They don't know where to find peace. And here we go. They have no fear of God at all. Mm. And that's our world. That's our world today. Yes, it is. Um, I think the Bible does a great job of teaching us that we've gone away from God. Yep. And that we've we've gone astray. And yep. going astray means we've gone away from God. We're right. going our right. we're going the opposite direction. And um you know, we we heard about the Christian school shooting. Yeah. You know, yep. last week. Yeah. Um 
it wasn't the you know the gun lobbyists and all that. They're they're they're, they're going yes. crazy. They're going yep. nuts. That gun did not walk into that school and right. start firing and shooting people. Right. You know who did? A person. Mm-hmm. A person who has heart, who's been corrupted by Satan mm-hmm. and corrupted mm-hmm. by the world and corrupted by the 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 more the immorality yes. of our yep. government yep. and also of, of Satan. And that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. You can't handle that. You go totally against God. So that person's heart was not right with God. If that person was walking with God, that never would have happened. So the world is in terrible danger right now, not because we've got weapons and guns and knives. and We're in, we're in terrible shape because of our hearts. We have a heart condition, yeah. and, and it's sin. I mean, if that was the case, God would have got rid of all rocks after Cain and Abel. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. You know? You're not wrong. Like, there's always going to be a, a way. But you're can right. Can I use you as a quote with that sometime? You can. You can. can I've you heard that picture? somewhere else. Yeah, but well, it you matter. use my bitmo. I will. Yeah. Holding a rock. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, you know, you're, you're absolutely <laughs> right, is, is that we have a... A corrupted heart condition, and and our hearts are are just going farther and farther from God, and and, and that corruption, and, and that's and Satan knows exactly what he's doing, exactly, and, and, he, and he's, he's causing really division. He he's very good at what he does. He's really good at what he does. And so, the, for those of us who are Christ followers, we have to stand firm on God's truth, mm-hmm. on the Bible, and and if we're, you're not reading your Bible, if we're not reading our Bible, you know, we've got to dig in. Yep, and and. And be, you know, right. Be in God's word. Be convicted by God's mm-hmm, word. Mm-hmm. And sometimes conviction is not easy. It's not at all. You know, it's tough all. to be, you know, corrected. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also freeing sometimes mm-hmm. too. I think. Jeremiah six fifteen. Mm-hmm. Are they ashamed of their disgusting actions? Not at all. They don't even know how to blush. And that's true today, isn't it? I mean, it's absolutely yeah. true. Could this not been written last night? It could have been. Yeah. Therefore, they will be among the slaughtered, and they will be brought down when I punish them, says the Lord. Yeah. That's a scary verse. I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. I don't want to be brought down by God. Yeah. Um, but I, I said yesterday the weird and the bizarre is always in front of us. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, what about the uh, cross-dressers and transvestites? I was reading – they have story time in these elementary schools. Yeah. And, and the parents allow them They're to praising it, yeah. They're embracing that. And so, you know, you, you see this weird and bizarre every single day. So what happens is we lose our – we're desensitized. We're, right. we're brainwashed. We lose our sensitivity. Yep. And you, and I, I think I said this yesterday, if not one or both services, that do you know how I know that? So some Christians will be like, no, gay marriage is wrong and homosexuality is wrong. But one of your kids come out as gay and then you – oh, well, you know, maybe I need to be a little bit more affirming. Right. No, sin is still sin. Right. Sin is sin is still sin. Yep. You you hold them accountable. If your if your spouse was having you know having adultery with somebody, right, and having an affair with somebody, you would hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. Why not your own kids? Right. Why not your grandkids? Why? You're, here's the thing: you're not thinking of eternity. You're thinking of the here and now. I don't want to lose them. I don't want to drive them away. They're already driven away. Right. They're driven away by this immorality that you need to get on the stick and you need to look at God's word and you need to no matter how different difficult that is right you need to direct them back because guess what's happening their eternity is at stake yep. and nobody thinks about that nobody thinks about eternity they only we always think about the stinking here and now drives me bonkers yep drives yep. me bonkers um we always got to think of eternity am I, am I wrong tell me i'm wrong you're not wrong <laughs> you're not wrong i love um <clears throat> the quote by tony evans he's great he's just quotable He said, understand this, 
Familiarity doesn't breed contempt. It breeds contempt and acceptance. Then it's not long that our moral compasses have been tossed aside and we can't distinguish between right and wrong. There is, all caps, no fear of God. None. Yeah. And so and I think the church needs to be asking the question, have you, have you no fear of God? Right. I think, I think we need to be asking the these question, do, do you have no fear of God? Right. And that's where we're at today. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe I'm going to start doing that. Somebody comes up to me whining and griping and complaining about something. I'm like, do you have no fear of God? Because mm-hmm. God's word talks about what you're doing right now. Yep. You have no fear of God at all, do you? Um, I, I just think it's time for us to really get on the side of God. Yep. Not just say we're on the side right. of God, but really be on the side of God. Yep. And um, well, here's the second thing he did. He watched Jesus, and I think this yep. is this yep. is really good because uh, Luke two or twenty three verses thirty two and three. <clears throat> So two other, both criminals were led um, out to be executed with him. When they came to the place of the skull, they nailed him to the cross, and the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. And uh, you you get the big picture yeah. that this guy, he's right there. Everything. I mean, he is Jesus. up close. He's seeing the way Jesus responds to the crowd. Everything. And, you know, he saw the way that he probably responded as they beat him and whipped him and spit on him and called him names and shoved the, the crown of thorns on his head. The and, thing about Jesus is this. And I, I think and I think I said this yesterday. That Satan has done a magnificent job as painting this lily white oh, Jesus yeah. with this white like thing around his waist and mm-hmm. he's got this look and this perfect crown of thorns and trickles of blood. It was nothing like that. Right. Right. Nothing that Satan has duped us with these paintings and these stained glass windows of, of what it is. It is not yeah. like yeah. that. And I went on to say some Bible scholars said that he would be beaten unrecognizable. unrecognizable. One yeah. Bible scholar said his head would be swollen like a basketball yeah. because of the tra- trauma that he received during the beatings and the pushings and the yeah. shovings and, and just, you know, think about oh, when yeah. you cut your head. Yes. Have you ever cut your head? Yes. I mean, what happens? You're, it swells yep. huge. Yeah. I mean, think of, if you're, if you injure your forehead and cut it, you can't hardly stop the bleeding. Right. You're not going to have just trickles of blood. Right. Running. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, I, I think that that's what he saw. Mm-hmm. He saw the pain, yep. saw the agony. And, and you said, you know, Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, if you've ever seen that, that is, that is a very good descriptor, a good image of what Jesus actually went through. And he may have even went a little watered little, it down a little bite on it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but it, but it was a very, you know, I was impressed. You know, I've always been, and we've talked about this a lot, especially with the chosen. Um, I've always been skeptical of Christian movies because it's like, okay, are they going to follow the Bible yeah, or are exactly. they going to glamorize it? Exactly. And, and, and they didn't glamorize that. They, they made it more mm-hmm. true to what, what it was like. And so, yeah, so he watched this criminal mm-hmm. watch Jesus and he was close. He was probably about as close from him most of the day as you and I are right now. Um, I can't even imagine. And now, uh, you know, once they got to, you know, the place of the skull, the thief witnessed Jesus hanging on the cross and being nailed to the cross. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing that he heard him say, which I think yeah. is phenomenal. Luke 23, verse 34. Mm-hmm. Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Yeah. Think about that. Yep. And I, I think I said yesterday, I, I don't know if, it, if I was Jesus. I'd come down off that cross and show him who was the Messiah. Oh, absolutely. I would have been fire out of my nose, man. I, I, I can't tell you how sideways I would be. Well, and, and you know, I think about that too. My humanness comes out. I talked on Saturday at the Easter egg hunt about how, you know, the same people that are, that were in that crowd yelling, crucify him, crucify him. 
we're probably the same people less than a week earlier shouting Hosanna, glory waving to God in the highest, waving, right. waving palm branches. And it's like, if I was Jesus, I'd have been like, excuse me. Right. You know? It's and like, then think about this. Some of the very same people that were there on those two occasions were there when Peter stood up and preached on the day of Pentecost because he was talking to them. Exactly. He was talking yep. to them. And they were baptized. They were baptized. It's, 3,000 it, in one it day. It is an unbelievable unbelievable account and yep. story of of what that weekend mm-hmm. of just that time framing of jesus mm-hmm. of, of how the love of god yep. how we deny jesus or how we how we say we love jesus and we deny jesus and then we come to jesus yeah like on the day of Pentecost, but isn't that what peter did mm-hmm. oh absolutely Peter ran with jesus he denied him mm-hmm. and then he came back to yep. him isn't that a good description i i it i get chills thinking about how we are all the same person yeah. when it comes to this. we we all have the same thing and we all have the same need right it's like a cat scratching at the door or something was going on out there maybe yeah. it's allison i don't know i don't know yeah but yeah i mean and that's and that's the beauty of jesus christ because i i think that you know when you look at jesus you know um you know he's looking down not only is he looking at the people in the crowd that day right but he's looking down i believe he's looking down through history and he's looking at you and me and he's saying father forgive them for they know not what they're doing i mean do you, yeah do you agree with that? I mean, I he had to know who we were. He's dying for me, right? He's he, he knows everything about me. Yeah, he know he knew me before I was born. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he knows what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. You finished that section out. I love this verse from Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says, "Come to me, all you who are, who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest." That's it. Yeah, that's Jesus. Number three, he admitted his guilt. Mm-hmm. The other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man has done absolutely nothing wrong. Right. And, and I think that's, um, I think that's a, a, a good description because I think sometimes, and we've already talked about this, so we won't relabor this any longer, but, um, I think we have a hard time admitting our guilt. Right. I'm sorry. I mean, you have people who don't want to apologize, right. uh, people who never think they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Even when they know they're wrong, they don't want to do that. And so we never want to get, admit that we have lied or that we have sinned or, mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. But yeah, that, I mean, that's humbling. It is. And, and it's so for humbling. this guy, I mean, not only admitted his guilt, but he, he kind of called the other criminal out too. He was like, you know, exactly. don't you fear God? Even when you have been sentenced to die, you know, we deserve to die. We're so criminals. I, and I think we have to admit our guilt. Yep. We have to admit. And that's, that's humbling to come to God to say, I'm a sinner. Yep. Here's the things I've done. Right. And I need to, I need to repent and I need, I need to do what you've called yep. me to do. And then number four, he asked for forgiveness. Yes. Then, um, Matthew 20 or Luke 23 verse 42. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he basically, this man couldn't offer anything to God at all. Right. At all. Yep. He, you know, it's like, Jesus, if you're going to do the work, then you've got to do mm-hmm. it. I, I uh, read Matthew's okay. I'm not going to read the whole quote, but I, um, he, he talked about this man, you know, Jesus saying, you're going to be with me in paradise. But then he, he ends this saying that, you know, the greatest miracle wasn't that the sun turned um, black at noon or the earth shook or the curtain temple was torn in two or the graves opening. The greatest miracle of that day is when Jesus performed the forgiveness of man who had nothing to offer in return. Yep. I agree with that. Yep. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift of God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things that we have done so that none of us can boast. Yep. 
if you're going to notice that this verse we used last week, we're using we or we used two weeks ago. We used Sunday. We're going to use it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much what he's saying. You can't earn your salvation. You can't work your way into heaven. Now, should we be doing good things? Absolutely. Yep. Should we be giving our money? Yes. Should we be serving in the church? Yes. But that's not going to get you into heaven. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. I uh, I said yesterday. Um, I had a couple people ask told me they really liked this yesterday. I. They told me, it's like, where'd you come up with that? And I was like, well, actually, I heard this years ago, and I don't know who I heard it from, so I couldn't give them credit, so I just right. ripped it off. So there you go. I put, there are three crosses of Calvary. Uh, in the middle is a man who is dying for sin as a cross of redemption. On one side is the cross of rebellion, a man is dying in his sin. And on the other side of the cross is a cross of repentance, a man who is dying to his sin. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I like that, because there are three crosses. Yeah. Of Calvary, and it does represent our entire world. Yes, and um, you know, I think that we need to realize that we're not as good as we think we are, and even if we're Christians, but the Bible tells me for everyone has sinned. Yes, that's yeah. me. Romans three twenty three. Yeah. yeah, and um, I just, I really believe that if you and I are going to find victory in our life, we we're going to have to find it only in Jesus Christ. You're not going to find yeah. it in anything else. Right. You're not going to find it in your spouse, your job. You're not going to find it through the government. You're not going to find it through stimulus. You're not going to find yep. it in an election. You're not going to find it anywhere. The only place you're going to find what you need right. is in God and yep. through Jesus Christ. Um, I, I just my prayer is that people would live a victorious life. First mm-hmm. uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty six and seven. For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin to power. I love this, but thank God. He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So he gives you victory over your sins that can be forgiven. And death, guess what? You can have yeah. eternal life in him. Thank God. Absolutely. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, man, we all need to ask for forgiveness for, yeah. of our sins to God and give ourselves to God and, and, and what he wants us to do. So yeah. um, my prayer is that... Um, our prayers that people would do that. Yep. Just focus on God. Come to God. Do what God has asked you um, to do, and um, I think I think our life would change, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely change. Well, we have we've already talked about um, Friday, Good Friday service, six p.m. Six p.m. That that should be great. Sunday morning, nine a.m. and ten thirty a.m. If you have little ones, our um, elementary or preschool, nursery, elementary age um, classes take place during the second service, so mm-hmm. the 1030 service. Yeah, and if you um, if you are get here, I'm going to encourage you guys to get here and be aware of, it's probably going to be a little more attendance than usual, mm-hmm. and be aware of that. If you see somebody coming in late and there's a spot in the middle, can you Slide move in? The middle. Can you just move in? I mean, give your seat up for the day it and just move hurt. in. Not, it's not going to do. It's, it's going to be fine. I promise you. It won't kill you. And if it does, guess what? Hopefully, you're right with Christ. Exactly. Just give the glory to God glory. and move in. That somebody else is coming, <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a few extra seatings uh, sitting uh, around uh, that day. So just uh, just be prepared, and um, hope you guys um, hope you guys join us for for Sunday. Um, we have something called campfire conversations. It's coming mm-hmm. up. And that's for women of 18 years and older. Um, we have, there's going to be some ladies talking about how God is moving in their lives and kind of, you'll get to have a conversation with them. This is going to take place around the RCC fire pit 
on April the 28th at 6 p.m. There's going to be food, child care, and you can register at richwood.church forward slash women. There you go. Walk for life. Yep. That is, see if I can remember it. That is May the 6th. Right. And that is in Marysville. Exactly. And that is, um, we're going to be supporting the New Path Pregnancy Resource Center. There's one located here in Richwood. There's one in Belfountain. The main office there is in Marysville. Um, We actually are having an RCC team. And so if you would like to register to walk with the RCC team, um, do you have on there when they need to register by to get their free shirt? Um, Yes, got to register by April the 10th. April the 10th. Um, you can go to www.newpathprc.com. Man, Is it you're .com? good. Yeah, you're good. I have no notes in front of me. I, I know, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, he is good. Yeah. He's good. It must be the tights. It is. He actually is wearing them right here in front I of me. I am not. Crazy. Come on. He's got this. Um, he's got Here's these, the deal. He's got these pink tights on. You are jealous. I did send him. We, okay. Side note from, from the upcoming events. We were at the um, outlet malls on Saturday afternoon. And I sent Craig a Snapchat and said, should I, should I go in here? Should I go shopping in here? And it was the leggings store. It, leggings, leggings. And I said, you don't already? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Baby um, bottle campaigns coming up and mm-hmm. uh, that starts on Mother's Day, May 14th and will end on Father's Day, June 18th. Pick up your baby bottle from the Welcome Center, and um, they're going to be available starting on Mother's Day. And what you do is you fill those baby bottles up with money, cash, you know, dollar bills, change, bring them back. 50 cent pieces. 50 cent pieces. Well, yeah, that – I yeah. have not seen one in a while. I've got one at home. You can, um, you know, write checks, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And all, then that, if you want to pick up a couple, pick up a couple. And that will, all that money that we raise goes to support New Path Pregnancy Resource Center as well. Exactly. And then remember starting after, uh, or April 16th after Easter Sunday, we got a six week series called Level Up. And, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be just talking about leveling up in some things in our marriages and prayer with ourselves, yep. uh, giving. Uh, there's just so many things that I think we need to level up on. So we're kind of taking it from the video game aspect from. Correct. From Pac-Man. Exactly. So yeah. that'll be fun. The graphics mark, mark, look mark, mark, great. Mark, mark, Don't they? Mark, mark, mark. That's going to be your theme song as you get up. Well, it's just going to be... be that. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll just come over <laughs> and just swallow you. In the other way. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I really hope you guys join us. And then uh, don't forget, um, we're going to have our night of prayer on Tuesday, April the 11th at mm-hmm. uh, 6 uh, p.m. So Correct. Go to that. So I think that's it, right? I think it is. Yeah. So. As far as I can tell, but I don't have anything really in front of me. So yeah, so there we go. Um, so yeah, we um, good day yesterday. Hope yeah. for a good week, good 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 weekend coming mm-hmm. up. And It'll be busy, um, but yeah, well, they're always busy. my kids are out of school, so we kind of had to plan some appointments and eye doctor appointments and all that stuff. That way, we didn't have to take them out of school. We had to do that last week with the dentist. So Ugh. the dentist, yeah, yeah, you love the dentist. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, not at all. So anything else that we need to talk about or we're no, good? No, I think we're good. I think we're good. I will tell you, whatever was whatever was cooking down in the uh, cafe yesterday smelled good. It did smell good, didn't it? I was talking to some people and I could just smell it waffling down the, the hallway. So almost you could see it tumbling down. The yeah. It was like that good. It was, it was It was a nice smooth. It wasn't quite as overwhelming as the bacon smell from a few weeks Ooh, ago. I know. 
you know the bacon smell just went out last week. I think it did. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I love bacon though. If you put your nose up against the wall and take a, a sniff, you'll smell bacon there still. So. Can you lick the wall and taste bacon? Is like that wall from Willy Wonka? Yeah, if you do, let me know how how that tastes. Snozberries. <laughs> yeah, right. I want snozberries. <laughs> right. I have to go watch Willy Wonka. That's I mentioned it in my sermon there a few weeks ago. Yeah, and you did. Now today, and it's like, man, maybe I just have Willy Wonka on the brain. Yeah, you did. Man, it's it's gotten warm in this room. It has. It was chilly when we got here this morning. Yeah, it was. And so we turned the little tiny space heater on, and now it's like Very nap warm. time. Yeah, I could go to sleep. Nap time. But the yeah. nice thing is, is I can see the sun peeking through the windows. It's going to get warm today, which means Craig shouldn't complain. So that's good. It is very good. Yes, God is good. God is so good right. when the sun is out. <laughs> and when, and it's, when not. it's not. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, is right. All right. No, I'm good. Are you good? I'm always good. All right. Well, hey, everyone, thanks for listening. We hope you have a wonderful week. Um, again, Friday night, Good Friday service, 6 o'clock, Sunday, 9 and 10.30 a.m. for Easter Sunday. We hope you will join us. Invite a friend, invite a neighbor, invite a family member, um, and let's celebrate and worship our risen Savior. Craig, you have a great week. You also. See y'all.